This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just deviate real quick. Adam Schefter tweeted, the Texans have re, have put in uh, permission requests to interview 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans for their head coaching job. I hope D'Amico Ryans tell the Houston Texans to go straight to hell. And I hope he relays to Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan tells the Houston Texans to go straight to hell also. Well, you got to take the interview. You got to take the interview. You don't. You do. I get it. I get what you're saying. D'Amico... I think does as a guy that's probably going for, through this for the first time. He's definitely yeah. I, so you got to take the interview. He's going to get, but he's going to get a lot of requests. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I talked about this earlier. I don't think, uh, <laughs> I don't think Houston is hiring Domingo Ryan's. Let's just say that. Ain't going to be four for four. No, <laughs> no. At the Texans. Romeo Damn, was man. a interim coach, so it was kind of all, all right. Like that's it, 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 fine. The, the perception, I think, lost in all of the Deshaun Watson stuff, the the Des- Deshaun Watson self inflicted stuff, mm-hmm. was everything leading into it. It's like I don't want to be with this organization. Mm-hmm. This organization has a stench to it that I don't think he openly spoke about. But he told people about it, and that was relayed publicly. Yeah. And so the Romeo thing was like, okay. And then they hired David Culley. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this is, a, this is a really just, this is a lose-lose proposition for David Culley. Uh, other than his bank account, that's all, ultimately what happened. He lost. Then they hired Lovey Smith, which I did think was confusing, but I was like, okay, Lovey Smith, another shot. Clearly there's reason. And then they fire him. And so now you've got this. Look, since firing Bill O'Brien, you had Romeo Cornell for a couple of months, you had David Culley for a year, and you had uh, Lovey Smith for a year. Mm-hmm. That's three black head coaches yeah, that going, didn't see a second season. They're not going, they're, this is the house that get out. Yeah. This is this. <laughs> don't go, don't don't go. Get get out. Call your security guard friend and get the hell away from this house. Right. Yeah. They well he he ain't gonna get invited to the house. Like that's the other side of that. They ain't they ain't going down that lane again. I saw I saw the the vacancies as a right now. Demico Ryan's gone though. I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. I saw I, I tweeted that out earlier, and it's not nothing on him. But Colts, Panthers, the Colts aren't doing it. Cards the Panthers aren't doing it. The Cardinals aren't doing it. Uh, Broncos, no. Broncos clearly have their sights set high. Well, one uh, of them. So here's the deal. This is just my opinion. Could be completely wrong. I think Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh are going to take jobs. I don't know if it's Colts and Broncos or Broncos, Panthers, whatever. I think those are two jobs gone. We already laid out why we don't think it's going to be the Texans. And then you got the Did Harbaugh played in Indy. 
Yeah. Right. Then you got the you got the the Cardinals, which is a possibility, but I don't think so. Doesn't think seem so. to fit. Yeah, I don't think guys. so. You may have the Rams. Ah, um, yes, that was an interestingly Rams. timed yeah. report. So there's that. I don't. I think D'Amico. I think D'Amico's got maybe a year left. I think he's gonna have to wait one more year. It's just my guess. I think it's gonna be like uh, Robert Sala after 2019, because every, everybody after 2019 was like Sala's gone. And just nothing really lined up the right way. And he came yeah. back in 2020, and then he was going, I think that's what's going to happen for D'Amico. Uh, Bill Belichick announced he's coming back. It's been quiet out of Washington. I, I was wondering if Ron Rivera wouldn't mm. be back, but I guess that organization has other issues uh, to deal with besides their head coaching one. They always do. Hey, uh, let me get back to the Kings. I'm, I'm just look, I'm, I'm looking down. Two, two 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 things. Maybe they're related. Maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. One <laughs> is Tampa Bay going to beat Dallas this weekend? Mm, you saw that stat too. That's a crazy. That's a crazy number. Is Tampa Bay beating Dallas this weekend? And two, if they do, is Mike McCarthy fired? I don't know. I my first thought is no, he's not fired. Hmm. It's my first thought. Mm. I don't mm. know, though. I don't know. They lose to Tampa. I think Mike McCarthy is fired. I'm really starting to think the the Cowboys are going to lose to Tampa Bay. That's a tough spot for them. That's that's a that's a tough spot for them. That's going to be a tough spot for the game. Raiders or for uh, no, I'm sorry, t- tough spot for the Cowboys for the or Cowboys. for the Buccaneers. For the Cowboys. I was, was, tough I was watching that debacle yesterday. Like, yeah. are they really doing this? Dak, Matt Schwab, Prescott. <laughs> How many games in a row is that now? <laughs> what a big six. That is one of the craziest stats of all time. What was it like five or six straight games <laughs> that he did that? Amazing. Dak has got to be a three now. That's incredible. Jeez. Let's get uh, Big Al in here. I can't wait to talk more about that this week. <laughs> 916-909-1320. Our brother Big Al, what's happening, man? Are you calling the gloat? Hi, yeah, give me a little exercise because first, yeah, I, I'm not going to rub anybody's face in it. That was a very good game. I mean, in some respect. No, it wasn't. All right, well, whatever. I mean, it was, <laughs> I, I, there was there was no semblance. As the great KC and I said, that's not the way we were taught how to play defense. <laughs> there, was some real, there was real some wackery out there in the court for that. But And I know why my Lakers can't play defense in certain positions. So, but, I, but real quick, back to that. I had a, I had a, almost a bet with my buddy. I, am, I swear I said, how does Jerry Jones stay, you know, okay with all his beautiful Cowboy fans? I mean, he, he will not take the blame, even though we know that he likes to call shots. McCarthy, if he loses to Tampa Bay, he's got to be gone. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, who do you bring in? Because, Sean you know, Payton. Sean Payton, mm-hmm. Sean Payton I, you know, and he'll make great money. You know, right, right. You know, he'll make great money. But my goodness, he gets no say because, you know, behind the scenes, Jerry is one of the great puppet masters of all time. It's a good he point. Just, He's just calling shots back there. I mean, he doesn't give you any autonomy. Even for a great coach like Sean Payton, I never liked McCarthy anyway. But anyway, yeah, Sean Payton, I, I just, I just don't get it. Correct but, me if hey. I'm wrong, guys. Aren't they, aren't they boys though? I think they are. I think I, he'll. I think, I think they absolutely are. I think he'd turn over a little, 
a, a little control. I do think he's turned over a lot of control to Steven, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I could be wrong on that. Cowboy fans can correct me. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think he has given Steven a, a, a lot more say in terms of football operations, and maybe Steven is willing to open things up with the coach, the caliber of Sean Payton. This is – when was Bounty Gate? Because this has been in the 20, making uh, since then. The actual Bounty Gate was 2011. So the suspension was – Probably After? 2012, 2013, something like that. And that's ten years. Yeah. If it's th- if we go if we go with thirteen, that's ten years. Yeah. This has been talked about for ten freaking years. Hmm. I think it's going to happen. Um, he was suspended for the whole year, wasn't he? He's the only person, and I. He's the only person that I can remember who took a Roger Goodell suspension and just took it and hmm. just said, "Fine, I don't want to be a distraction. I'll take it." Hmm. He's the only one who didn't appeal it. Hmm. Sean, and he got a movie out of it <laughs> that I don't know one person who's actually sat down and watched. That, that played with King of Queens. Played. Kevin James. <laughs> Kevin James, for reasons known to absolutely no human being on earth, that played Sean Payton. Bizarre. That was bizarre. I mean, maybe the thing that I always think about, and he could be super, you know, really removed for that. We talk about when was Bounty Gate. What I'm about to say is longer than that. But the thought was always people were always like Jerry Jones brings in a puppet, brings in a puppet, yeah. brings in a puppet. And then he brought in Parcells. He said, I'm going to do what you guys mm-hmm. always tell me to do. Mm-hmm. And it did not work. And he said, I'll never do that again. Like that's, that's, but the it thought. did work. Well, the Parcells a, thing. He didn't win a championship. And no. And what's the point? Dave Campo got me here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't like, think he did, but I don't think he did either. But, but like that, that was always the thought is, he tried it with Parcells. It didn't work. I'm not doing that no more. I'll stall Jerry out on this because I heard this. I, I, I read this somewhere. I, I read this story like multiple times in the Bill Parcells era. Parcells did not want DeMarcus Ware. Mm. And I think, I don't remember if they moved back up or had it, or for some reason DeMarcus was it. He did not want DeMarcus Ware. Jerry did. Mm. Jerry was adamant that they get DeMarcus Ware. And so much is made of the uh, the Johnny Manziel draft where he he slapped his son on the leg and said, you don't take risks. And they drafted like Zach Martin, who was all pro his yeah. first year. Um, but I was like, wow, Parcells didn't want – I mean, and Parcells built that team for, what, like five or six years. You know, yeah. he was, he was, and he was the Tony Romo. I'll make the argument, though, that it didn't work with Parcells. They didn't win a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, they didn't win a playoff game with they 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 didn't they didn't win a playoff didn't game a with playoff Wade game. Phillips. That's what, but that's my whole point. Like with that roster, oh. but but I'm saying that's that's my whole point. People were like Wade Phillips and and all these other. You need you got puppets in here, and he came in with Parcells, and he still didn't win a playoff game. So he's like, I'm not. Going but that out. roster when 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 Parcells took over though, that roster was rough. That was like the. I, I, maybe not as bad as the 49ers in, in Kyle Shannon. That team stunk when Parcells took over. Uh, probably so. He I mean, built, he, like, he got he them built, the two like playoff the year, appearances, the year, the, 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 the year they uh, they switched to Romo was the year of the Seattle kick, mm-hmm. uh, and he made the switch from Bledsoe to Romo in the um, against the Jet Giants at halftime. Mm-hmm. They, they, that team could have won the Super Bowl. That team ending the season was as good, at, and I think it was the Seahawks that went to the. Mm-hmm. That team could have won the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, the but yeah, they was, didn't even win a playoff game. The next year it was thirteen and three. Thirteen and three, because T.O. came in and Parcells just decided I quit. 
I don't want any part of this. And it, but wasn't was Parcells there? Maybe he wasn't. But who who closed? Who was there when they closed out Texas Stadium? And, and got Ravens, embarrassed. Yeah, the Ravens. And I think it was like a playoff uh, spot was on the line. I thought that was Parcells. I feel like that was it, like his last season. It might have been Parcells. I feel like his last season. I feel like his last season was the Seattle kick, wasn't it? No, because then it was thirteen and three. But I thought I think they were thirteen and three with Wade Phillips. It, it might have been. I I don't remember like I remember Niners history. So it might have been. It might have been Wade Phillips. We'll but, look that up. We'll, yeah. we'll 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 look that up. We'll step out. We'll come back. We'll talk more football. By the way, everybody wants to make a Bledsoe comparison uh, when it comes to Jimmy slash Trey and Brock Purdy and all of the Tom Brady. I think the more apropos comp right now is Tony Romo. Mm. Bledsoe getting replaced by Tony Romo and what happened that year. I'll explain why I think that when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leaders. Steelo and KC on ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. This just in uh, from Will Z. Uh, he ran some numbers on our trifecta stat. Our, our D-Lo and KC Will Z numbers here. Uh, 27 assists, 12 made threes, uh, and Will Z has 16 fast break points. Yep. Kings are, uh, when they hit zero of those goals, they're one and five. Oof. When they hit one of those numbers, they're one and five. Not good enough. Two out of three, 11 and five. Okay. And then when they hit all three, they're seven and three. Damn. They need to just straight up listen to us. Hey, I'm a big fan of Mike Brown, but if I have to take over, well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Well, I mean, we gotta take over because like, I'm not doing it by myself. Damien, Damien said that uh, this week, and he said I'm a big fan of this guy, not Mike Brown. He said I'm a big fan of this guy, but if I have to slap somebody up, I'll. <laughs> did I say that this weekend? Who did I say it about? <laughs> I don't even remember who it was. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I remember who it was. Yeah, we found out someone was popping off at the mouth. Like, hey, hey, if your voice gets a little too loud, we got company. If we got to say something, we'll say something. Don't bother us a bit. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Yeah, we but, do what um, we do. Hey, man, 
Yeah, they need to listen to that. Seven and three. You know, take care of business. Well, I know one the of the ball around. One of those losses was, I don't remember. It was a couple of days ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't Atlanta, was it? It might have been Atlanta. It might have been. Atlanta, I don't I know feel, why I ask these questions. Like I don't have every single box because I remember they they right they me. hit one of them. Was it was it the first Denver? Maybe it was the first Denver. I don't know, but they hit them, and they didn't they didn't win. And I was like, damn. I think, and it maybe oh, it was too. Well, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't Atlanta. It might have been the first Denver game because I thought that was relatively high scoring too. Well, no, that was like one. Definitely wasn't a Grizzlies game. One thirteen, one hundred seven, or something like that. I don't know. Let's see, Denver. No, it wasn't Denver either. It it doesn't matter. It happened relatively recently. But there's yeah. a, there's the numbers from the. Uh, the trifecta stat. We'll talk a lot more, and 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 don't don't let me forget. I want to get back to something uh, we were talking about last week that Kamara brought up again earlier mm-hmm. about teams, veteran teams, kind of ramping it up here as as mm-hmm. we get closer to the All Star break and come out of that. So I I I, I do want to get to that, but the regular season came to a conclusion. Obviously, NFL news is is pouring in here, uh, but the San Francisco 49ers were in all the playoffs uh, at the two seed, uh, and they'll take on the Seattle Seahawks on Saturday. Hey, man, I said last week this was the team that I wanted to see most. Was more the than Seattle New York? Seahawks. Well, no, not more than New York. But Your next. coach of the year? Hey, my coach of the year. <laughs> I got a coach of the year. <laughs> you should. You absolutely should. But uh, October 23rd. Mm-hmm. I haven't lost since October twenty third, twenty twenty two. That's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. We're in a new year. This football team has not lost since October twenty third. We're about to they've be- lost a quarterback. They have not lost a football game. Balling, balling. They've lost wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. They have not lost a football game. They might have lost Elijah Mitchell two or three times in that run. <laughs> they have not lost a football game. Hey, man, these guys have been cooking. Ten wins in a row. The storied history of the San Francisco 49ers, that's never happened. They've never won the ten in a row. The reason they haven't lost the football game since October 23rd is what? Mm. I, I feel like I can answer you. I set you up for a question I just desperately wanted to answer. Yeah. 97. You lost Jimmy Garoppolo. You lost Trey Lance. You lost Elijah Mitchell. You lost Debo Samuel, and this was tough because I, I I really wanted to say Christian McCaffrey. I think you can but, you can make the argument. You can say you can say Christian. I, I think you can too. Yeah. But I'm but Nick Bosa was around the entire year, and he helped build that. Like that that defense has been just incredible. Yeah. Then uh, Nick, even in the final week of the season, in a game that meant nothing, like right. they 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 beat Cliff Kingsbury jobless. He was probably losing his job entering that game anyway, but that was – I don't care who was under center. They had his little trick play. That was ridiculous. They got him a, got him a touchdown, and then they had one good drive and went 75 yards. Other than that, they just got beat down. Speaking of trick plays, Dan Campbell coached last night's game against the Green Bay Packers exactly the way a coach should. Mm. That team was eliminated from the playoffs. He's like, I, we're going to win. We're going to win this game. We're going – 20 seconds left, kick a field. What am I, what, what am I going to do? Kick a field goal and be up what? Seven or six. Be up no, six. Seven. Wasn't it six? It, no, it, was, it would have been seven. They were be up, up seven. 20 That's to fine. 16. Yeah. That's fine. And then what? And he, and, he, and he passed it. 
That's what I'm talking. That was about. that was that was such That's great what play I'm calling. Like I'm I'm big on passing on fourth and one. I felt like biting the kneecap like after some of them play calls, man. <laughs> that, that, that that someone tweeted this last night. That pregame speech must have been lit <laughs> from Dan Campbell. Yeah, man. He did his thing. But, I mean, that's that's burying the lead. Since we're going to go there, that's burying the lead. We'll oh, get no, back no, to we'll, 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 okay. oh, we, we're going to get back to that. No, we can get back to him later. Okay. Yo, oh, we're we going to get back to him. We're going to get back to him. But we, you, you mentioned play calling, and it made me think, oh, that, that call. Yeah, he, Dan he, Campbell. He did his thing. He yeah, did his thing. My guy, Dan Campbell. My guy, too. Our guy. Yeah. Friend of the Friend of the show. Dang. Get uh, Dan Campbell on the show, Jesse. <laughs> um, but I'm I mean, sorry, they're in Sacramento <laughs> <laughs> for what? What? <laughs> um, but I mean, Nick Bosa has been. I don't want to say he's been like MVP candidate worthy. Uh, okay, I will. Okay, that's not how it works, though. Right. That that's the only that's reason not how it works. Because I know that's not it's not what's gonna. He's go been down. incredible. He has been a complete game changer, a complete game changer. And I had a conversation um, with with Trista uh, on Saturday when we were talking about LeBron, right? And we were like, yo, LeBron is, he's everything they said he was going to be and then more. We've had this discussion. Like he's better than we expected him to be mm-hmm. when he was on SI is the golden child. Mm-hmm. Like he's better than that. One. The chosen yeah. one. Nick Bosa is not LeBron James. I'm not saying that. But remember how people oh, talked about that year 97. he hurt his oblique at Ohio State? Oh. Oh, that would have been like that that team was going to run rough shot through college football. Well, even you can go back to then too. And then leading into the mm-hmm. Remember how he was talked about? Absolutely. He was talked about as one of the biggest sure things in yep. recent memory. Yep. And he's delivered. Yep. <laughs> he is as advertised. And I didn't want Nick Bosa when it when it happened. Really? Yeah, I did I was I think I wanted a quarterback. I think I wanted a quarterback. Wow. It wasn't Kyler either. I got to go back to that job. But I was like, so there was that and then there was wow. everything that was going on with Nick Bosa. I was like, man, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. Like I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. And like I understood, but but what do I always say too, right? Like about man, y'all hype up these defensive linemen all the time, and how how many of them really impact like winning a Super Bowl? And I did a big old study about Clowney and Garrett and their teams winning playoff game, all this other stuff, right? Bosa has been all of it, and none of He's those. He's been all of it. I like Miles Garrett a lot. He is a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. He will. He's like a future WWE champion. Hell, he could be a future basketball player. You see, uh, oh, it's ridiculous. Wasn't he in summer league or something? Like that? He'd probably pull something if he was playing <laughs> basketball. But Bosa's better than them. He is. He's better than both of them. He is. He he is the truth. Ar- arguably, he's a lot better than both of them. Um, he, he, I think it. He, it's. It, it, I thought it was fitting last night. You know, ninety nine says goodbye because there, there could have been a legitimate uh, on the field passing of the torch yeah. last night yeah. uh, between two, two of the more you know because JJ as 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 goofy as I think it was I don't it had to have been hard knocks because the other show wasn't around then as goofy as that whole thing was with him 
going to bed at 7 <laughs> p.m. and pushing the sled, you know, with the sunset perfectly framed behind him. And it's like, all right, this is this is dumb. But on the field, like that dude, that dude was amazing. Yeah. And, you know, his he got old. It, it's, you know, age hits quicker in those positions. Mm-hmm. And you got 97 across the field from him. It's like, yo, it's a passing of the torch right there on the field. Absolutely. Of Levi Stadium with, with J.J. White to Nick Bosa. I'm looking at this 2019 draft, and I'm trying to see who I wanted. I thought it was an offensive player, but I'm not sure. I just can't believe you didn't want Nick Bosa. Quentin Williams was there, and I kind of liked him. I think cause it wasn't a quarterback because they had Jimmy, right? So I was like, we don't need a quarterback. I think we need another weapon. And part of me says, part of me says it was DK Metcalf, but I don't think DK was in that draft. Nikhil Harry was another guy that I looked at. I can't remember, but regardless, you were wrong. Yeah, dead wrong, <laughs> dead wrong, dead wrong. This guy, this guy is, he's as good as any defensive player. Like any everything that people said Clowney was going to be. Yeah. That's what he's been. Yeah. He's been phenomenal. So you saying agree. that he's the Niners MVP or the reason why, I mean, I, I can't dispute. I that. would. Yeah. I mean, I and, and, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I mean, if he'll, he'll, he'll etch out the vote that I had in my head. Mm-hmm. So it was just me voting. And well, I actually know. went through this process. Transparency. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, my last two minute report here. I, I etched out. <laughs> I just I had to go Nick Bosa over Christian McCaffrey, and I and we talk regularly. We've done it with Kyle Madsen, we've done it with Chris Biederman, we've done it with Akash. Mm-hmm. How much Christian McCaffrey has changed? How much he's maybe changed the offense isn't the right word. How much he's solidified mm. this offense yeah. and that acquisition in the middle of the season, uh, the continued growth that this team has showed, uh, losing their quarterbacks is why we spent the amount of time we did last week talking about Kyle Shanahan yeah. being the coach of the year. Yeah. I um I look at this this playoff game now. Niners have won 10 in a row. They're a 10-point favorite against the Seattle Seahawks. They're just better than the Seattle Seahawks. It is what it is. And you know me, I mean, I'm just still I'm, uh, and this isn't even oh, this isn't the reverse jinx. Hey, man, it's one game. And Pete Carroll has been a, just as much as Russell Wilson was for the, for the 49ers. Pete Carroll has been just as much of a thorn in the side and of the 49ers and the 49er fans. And I, like I said, if I, am, if I was to put money on it, I'd put money on the Niners. They should win. But Pete Carroll's still on that other sideline. And the Seattle's it's going to be one of those things, too, where Seattle all week is going to hear how they don't have a shot how they shouldn't have been here, and I think they're going to come out ready to play. What a vindicating season for Pete Carroll. Mm. There are people who had the Seahawks in the garbage Me. after the Russell Wilson trade. And for I'm sure Pete Carroll – like Pete Carroll's a Hall of Fame coach. Pete Carroll's a Hall of Fame football 100%. coach. 100%. And he, we talked about – um. With 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 one of our Seattle guys, like they hear that noise, mm-hmm. the players hear that noise about it. it. Was all Russell Wilson? It was all Russell Wilson? It was all Russell Wilson? Pete Carroll heard that too. I think the season Pete Carroll had, I, I think it stamped it. Not that he needed it, but to, I mean, where's where's Russell Wilson next week? Where where's Denver playing? 
hell, we we didn't we mentioned you know all these other guys. If I was a Seahawks fan, I could make an argument. Pete Carroll could be coach of the year, getting these guys into the playoffs, considering like what they sure. were supposed to be. People yeah. say that about uh, uh, the ball, uh, day ball, mm-hmm. you know, and what they thought the Giants were going to be. People thought the Seahawks were going to win like two games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. And and they're in the playoffs with mm-hmm. a winning record. Yep. So I'm going to be perfectly clear. I think the Niners are going to win. I think they should win. I think they should win rather comfortably, right? Like, I'm not going to hide from that. But I, there is a, hurt, a healthy level of respect I have, number one, for the playoffs. Like, all these teams are in the playoffs. That Even the Giants, they're in the playoffs. There's something that got them there. So there's a certain level of respect for that. There's a level of respect, even though I don't buy into it as much with this certain matchup, but playing the Seahawks for the third time mm-hmm. in a season. There's a certain level of respect I have for that, and there's a certain level of respect I have for uh, Pete Carroll. We say that a lot. You know the numbers don't really – I'm sure we can look them up. The numbers don't really bear out like a, oh, my gosh, you don't want to play a third a yeah, team at third I, time. I feel like we looked at that last year with the Rams. We we might have. I just yeah. remember it's it's not – it's just it's not the, what we make of it. Like it's game. it's really not that big of a deal <laughs> when you look at it. Like normally the team that won they win the third. Yeah. Um. But and, we'll we'll see if we can and, find those. And Kyle numbers. Shanahan talked about that this morning. He's like, I mean, I, that doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? like, right. It doesn't matter. All that matters is Saturday. And if if uh, if we can beat them on Saturday or they can beat us on Saturday, whatever the case may be. So. I think the Niners should take care of business. I want them to take care of business against them damn Seahawks, them damn 12s. Mm. All right? Can't stand their little asses. Damn. Last time last time these two teams met in the playoffs, you know what happened. I need my get back. Oh, I, I didn't realize. Back. So this is their 50th matchup. If I remember, I think it was Nick Wagner's. I don't remember whose tweet it was, but only the third or second playoff matchup. Second, I, think, I believe. Yeah, second playoff. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Well, the the funny thing about it is, um, I'm surprised they played that many games because the Seahawks were in the uh, AFC for so long. Yeah, I mean that's that's oh. a lot of games considering they they just got it. I think. Well, it's been a while now. I think I read, because I was doing this for Game Day the other day, I think they went to this realignment in 2002. It seems like it was. It hasn't been that long, but we're looking at 20 years now. Uh, real quick, let's, we'll, we'll get TC in here, 916-909-1320. Since the AFL-NFL merger in 1970, there have now been 23 occasions of a team meeting for the third time after one team won the first two matchups. In those 23 playoff games, the sweeping team is 14-9. and nine. Mm. It's a good record. It's not dominant, but it's a good record. Let's see when this article was published. Yeah, this article was published last year, so that's up to, that's 14 up to date. 14 now? Or, no, 14-9. Oh, it was, it was, oh. yeah. uh, let's get TC in here, 916-909-1320. What's happening, TC? What's up with my two brothers? What up, man? How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Just dialing in. I mean, you see them Niners, man, play all Seahawks. You, you, you know? Yeah, I mean, what, what you what you feel about uh, your coach of the year, man? You wanted them gone after I mean, week two. 
and week ten. No, nah, I mean and week fourteen. Look, check. <laughs> I'm a, listen, check it out. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna leave that alone to the end of the year and to OTAs. You get what I'm saying with Shanahan? I just, no, like admit you were wrong. Like what are you talking about? You are gonna leave it alone? You don't get a pass. Admit you were wrong. Listen. Okay, listen, listen. I'm not gonna admit that I was wrong. I was because my argument behind Shanahan wasn't about his coaching, like how he coaching, like. My thing was the whole quarterback situation. I feel like he mishandled that. Not only did we – did nobody know about Brock Purdy. Everybody loves him. I love Purdy, and I hope Purdy wins the Super Bowl. But nobody knew about Purdy was going to be the guy. You get what I'm saying? And I still believe that Jimmy Garoppolo was supposed to be gone from day one to let Trey Lance fully develop. You get what I'm saying? That was my whole argument behind the situation, not him as a coach. It was a QB situation that he mishandled. Well, even you with that, though, even are, with are that, T.C. is – backing up a <laughs> – Semi truck with that. <laughs> even look, even with that TC, TC moving boxes or something. Man. Something, man. He, or or what the hell could, you doing moving boxes for? Or he could be uh, coming home for lunch, as as we once found out across the street from my house in the old in home studio. Days. That's facts. Yes, indeed. Um, or he could be detonating something like uh, Big <laughs> Al, or saving something, or saving somebody as Big Al saving the. Uh, <laughs> saving saving the world. Hey, the thing about all that, whether people like it or not, Lynch and Shanahan were right with all of that. They were right. Jimmy Garoppolo, it was well, right to bring him back. Yeah. And hell, I guess. people talk about, you know, Brock Purdy. They they went out and got him. Like they they made the decision. He was on the board and they, they said let's bring him in. They don't miss at the end of drafts. They're probably in in this. This could be an off season discussion, and I know everyone is really eager to talk about: Is Brock Purdy going to be the starting quarterback next year? That doesn't seem like a discussion that really needs to be had mm-hmm. right now. Um, but it's going to be. That's a conversation that's that's going to be had, and I th- think the one thing that I just can't let go of is the fact that they drafted Brock Purdy in the same draft that they drafted. Trey Lance, and that well, no, it was right after. Or it was the year after. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, you drafted a same rookie thing, quarterback. Same the, point. The, still. The, the year, the, but the year your your rook your figurative rookie quarterback was supposed to start. Mm-hmm. That says something because that's not normally the approach. Mm-hmm. The approach is the old quarterback. They're on the roster. And, of course, you wound up having Jimmy Garoppolo. You didn't know that at the time of the draft, right. did you? No. I'm trying no, to remember. Jimmy was supposed to be gone. You didn't, didn't know, know that until the week before. That's right, the before the season started. <laughs> yeah, no, you you didn't know that. And I'm just going to, like, I, I got to Shanahan and, and, and Lynch, you know, you just, I got to say, I'm not going to say that's happen, uh, happenstance, right? Because, like you mentioned, it does. It's not normal. It doesn't really make sense to go ahead and do that. They saw something either in Trey Lance, and I would like to say they saw something in Brock Purdy mm-hmm. to say we're we're gonna we're gonna take him at the quarterback spot. We're gonna make this move, and man, they they hit it out the park. I was thinking about that again over the weekend about what they've done with this roster, and it's like damn, like they took over. Complete destruction, mm-hmm. and now they're because I think I was watching the Cardinals game and they were talking about the injuries. They're like too deep and everything except for maybe tight end. You know, they're they're, they're too deep in linebacker, too deep in defensive line. 
um, the cornerback spot, 2D. Safety spot, 2D. Wide receivers, 2D. Running backs, 2D. They got they got at least two guys at every spot except for the offensive line and the tight end spot. That's crazy. Like, I don't know if anybody else is going into the uh, – Why you, would you leave the stream like that? I didn't leave Man, the that's, stream. That's cold. They, the, the, the stream yard what literally – just threw Kenny out of the stream. What, what happened to me? I, I, I guess StreamYard was sick of you. Damn. They just said, hey, man, you, you out of here, son. It's cold as ice. Yeah, long ago. That is cold as ice, but I'm back now. But, yeah, the Niners are too deep. Got to give all the credit in the world to uh, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. I'm going to say John Lynch, man, because John Lynch is – John Lynch yeah, deserves a lot of credit. He, he, Probably. He a lot. I think. <laughs> Not exactly sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> this game, no, this game – Hey man, it's it's gonna be it's the playoffs. You know, it's probably gonna rain. That's the equalizer. I actually think that helps the Niners out a little bit because you know Christina they Warner better watch out because Kent Caraway's coming for your job. Wow. You've been a meteorologist for for a couple months now. You know, I know these things. I know these things. Um, I think that helps out the Niners though. They're the better defensive team and they can run the ball better. So ironically, uh, that would help them out. The the advantages that the uh, Seahawks may potentially have is DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And if it's less of a passing game and they're not as involved, that helps out the Niners as well. So, yeah. There was a lot of hyperbole, and I think there still is a lot of hyperbole around Brock Purdy. But the evidence that he's a good quarterback is really starting to mount. He's He's good. Like there's – He's a good the QB. first day was like, you guys need to calm down. This is dumb. <laughs> Jarrett Stidham looked good for a game, and then we saw what happened in the second game. Yeah. The, the evidence that this dude could be a starting quarterback for a really long time, it's its getting a uh, – 100%. There's, there's, He's a good quarterback. There's, there's starting to be different volumes of this Brock Purdy book right now. He's <laughs> a good quarterback. Uh, we'll come back. In all likelihood, we'll make fun of Aaron Rodgers yes. because – I've been waiting to do that since uh, last night. We'll talk more football, and then we'll get back to the Kings uh, as they take on the Orlando Magic. James Ham doing here shortly. Uh, Steelham with KC. Oh, we got Kings tickets as well coming up in the 3 o'clock hour uh, right here on Sacramento Sports Leader, mm-hmm. ESPN 1320. No, no, back to D'Lo and KC. D'Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. Hey, two things. Two things here on D'Lo and KC. ESPN 1320. Number one, damn. Our guy, Coach Patrick, mm. men's basketball team went up to Eastern Washington. What a game. What a comeback. Yeah. To tie it, my man Zach Chappelle was going off in the second half, had the big game-tying three, but I think about 16 seconds to go, uh, maybe less than that. Zach's a closer. He is. He's he a closer. Is. They were down like 25 mm-hmm. in that game in Eastern Washington. In Eastern Washington, it was hidden. It got ridiculous. I was sitting there watching the game uh, while I was riding the Peloton, there you go. and they were just hitting three after three. I said, what the hell is going on here? And okay. then that calmed down. Zach State with a furious comeback in the second half. And then they lose it on a a, a three-pointer with two seconds to go um, to Eastern Washington. And then Zach had a half-court shot, much like De'Aaron's, that um, was online, just front mm. rim, mm. with a tight end and sent it into overtime. But nice little nice little valiant effort, man. The, uh, Coach, Coach De- uh, David Patrick teams, they don't stop. They don't quit. 
They don't stop fighting, and they showed that on Saturday. So we're going to be ready when Eastern Washington comes to the nest. We're going to be ready for them boys. And, and, and on the, the, the flip side, shout-out to our guy, Coach Campbell. Oh, they do work. By the way, I'm I'm seeing that stack state women's basketball team everywhere now. <laughs> I'm seeing it. They, they was on with uh, our man Kevin John last night. Oh, they're everywhere. They, they, I know they, they, they – All three of them. I know they was talking uh, uh, about it. You guys were talking about it last night on, on Sports yeah. Sunday. Uh, they, they out there. Hey, come on, man. That's the team to watch. And they deserve Y'all need too. to be locked in. That team, that team's going places. They absolutely deserve it. Yeah, that team's going um, places. The other thing, the second thing, um, national championship game tonight. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I'm telling you, it, it, it took a lot of uh, wind out of my sails when Michigan got knocked out. I said, oh, my gosh. Can't believe this. I'll but have it, it on. But it should be. Like, that's a – that's as close as I think college football has gotten or can get to George Mason in the Final Four. Gonzaga playing for a national championship. TCU against Georgia. I mean, that's the the only thing that would be comparable is if Cincinnati probably would have made it last year. You're not getting those Gonzaga. Nobody putting Cincinnati in there. You're not getting no Gonzaga, George Mason vibes from TCU? No. Nah. I feel like TCU is too established. Hmm. Well, they would they could be Gonzaga then. Yeah, I was gonna say Gonzaga's probably more comparable than George Mason is. Because Gonzaga Gonzaga's was established. Was the game. Uh national championship, by the way, on thirteen twenty. Yeah. Uh, Let's go. Let's go. I got uh I got I got Georgia. I got Georgia. Um hot take there, pal. I feel like I mean and it's just there's a lot of things going on, so I'm not blaming me or anybody else. But man, national I, championship game is in LA. Damn, I want to go. To, I would love to go to the national championship game. Oh, for sure. You know, and it very rarely anymore does do these things come on the West Coast. That may change now with all these stadiums that are being built. But we know it ain't coming to Levi's no more. <laughs> so, you know, maybe you know, I was like, oh, L.A. If it's here in L.A., I'm gonna miss that one. Maybe they go to Vegas sometime soon. I'm sure they will. Final Four is gonna be going to Vegas, though. That might not be the best plan. Go to Vegas. Why? All them kids, that's a lot of, that's a lot in Las Vegas. That's a lot. Let out. But point is, they probably will. Yeah. It's the stadium, and yeah. it the, the area works. Like, yeah. there's plenty of space for everybody. Uh, it'll absolutely work. I want to mention one thing as we're, uh, about Trista. We were talking, you know, about kind of the weekend over the, over the commercial break. Uh, and it, it really, not, not that we, we didn't know this. Trista's on with us every single Friday. Mm-hmm. But it really became glaringly apparent um, when she sat in here with two hours and just discussed a wide range of topics. Mm-hmm. She's really, really good. Oh, yeah, straight up. Like, she's one of the absolute best. And we were talking about, like, different things throughout the week, like how she prepares. Like, she was really trying to dive into, like, our makeup as a team and why it works the way mm-hmm. that it does. And... She told me. Um, she told me on Saturday she thinks she has the best characteristics of you and the best characteristics of me, mm. and that's like like she listening to her on Friday was like, man, I've I've got to be better. Mm. Like she's so good. Like I've got to be better. There isn't a single thing that she can't discuss right. in depthly. Right. Like she's a national host. Mm-hmm. 
who flew to Sacramento to see the Sacramento Kings and can talk about trading. She got a like we were talking about uh, Chime Moneki. Chime Moneki was waived like a couple minutes after the show. She talked about that for like 25 minutes. Yeah. Ain't got no connection to Chime Moneki, but she's been so ingrained in this team. She knows who he is. She's really, really good. Yeah. And, and you know, there's, you know, I, I, I'm careful with, with like um, characterizing this because I think it gives a connotation that no work is done. And I don't think that's the case at all. But she's a natural. You know, she's a natural. Yeah. Like this is, she she worked her ass off to get where she's at and to be as good as she is. But it comes natural. Mm-hmm. Like this is just what she she does. If if she she could have, she could have a radio show on KSFM if she mm-hmm. wanted to. Yeah, she could have a radio show on whatever talk like talk not sports talk radio talk radio. Like she is natural at this field and yeah she's the truth man great people yeah great people too had a, had, a, had, a, had a great time talking with her and spending time watching the game with her hanging out with her um very good people man. her what you see on the show or here on the show every friday at two that is a thousand percent her there's no like like the way she talks on the show is exactly the way she talked at dinner and 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 at the game and everywhere we went, like she is very inquisitive. She asks questions uh, about you, about the conversation. Like she is, when someone's talking, she's like dialed into them. Mm. Uh, she's great, man. I she, I, I I think the world. I don't think she'd have a problem with me saying that. I, don't, I I think this happens on the air, so it's not. But you know, we we got some we got some jealous people out there. Mm-hmm. We got some jealous. Yeah, <laughs> got some, a lot of them. You know, we got some, but. In in the in the industry, mm-hmm. she's she's telling me she's like Memphis is just jealous. Mm. Memphis is so jealous. Oh, you're going to Sacramento, Trista? Huh? Oh, she's, yeah, got she's, you, she, got she, you. She goes. She does a. a I weekly. thought you meant. I thought you were referring to us having to whoop somebody's ass if we had to. Oh, well, I thought you were referring to that. I mean, I mean, I don't even have the full story for that. I just saw how Damien jumped up because it was. We oh, just jumped up. Like, is that what we doing? Like, it's like we're cool, but I'm cooler <laughs> with her. So if we got to do something, Damien say the word. Like, no boy, eat, eat, we got a problem here. Eat your little chicken and salad over there and be careful. We got a problem here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how he jumped up. I, I don't even know what happened. I got to get the story after the show. I just saw that part, but no, she's There's just, jealous people in the industry is ultimately what it boils that. down to. But she was telling me how she goes on Memphis every Friday, and she says she likes Memphis. Like mm-hmm. they, she said that's the closest thing to what we have with her, mm-hmm. right? And she said, Memphis is just, oh, oh, you're going to go. Oh, you're going to Sacramento, Huntress. Oh, oh, okay, fine. And then they, then Memphis beat the Kings on uh, a couple weeks ago on mm-hmm. New Year's Day or whatever that was. And she said, you know, like, yeah, yeah, we beat your boys. We beat your boys. They're just not ready for the big time. They're not ready for the big time. She said, Memphis is jealous. All right. That's all right. Let them be jealous. That's okay. She said, you need to come here. You need to come to Memphis. We'll show you a good time. Not Sacramento. No, I'm I'm one. I'm very, very confident. Trista had a great time, even in the midst of the cyclone or whatever we called it. Like cyclone. She had a great time. Two, she's absolutely coming back. Yes. She's absolutely coming back. One hundred percent. You know who's not? (laughs) You know who's not coming back? Yes, sir. That sorry ass quarterback. 
I so strongly dislike Aaron Rodgers. It's really quite pathetic on my part, to be honest with you. Like, there is ridiculous. <laughs> there is no reason for me to dislike this person as much as I do. But every time I see, and you phrased this purposely, his perfectly, his stupid face yeah. with his stupid little beanie on in the middle of January, losing another meaningful football game and doing the, I'm walking off the field with my buddy. And then his sorry ass has the nerve to pull the cameraman back who's trying to follow them to the locker room, probably exactly as his boss told him to do, hey, we've got the shot, stick with it. He reaches out and says, no, you can't go this way, despite the fact there's fans and media and God knows how many people on the other side. He pulls him back and doesn't allow him to be in front of him so he could put his arm around and do this fake little show for everybody. Then I hear him talk. And it's like, dude, you suck. I didn't even you hear him You suck as yesterday. a human being. You are a tremendous quarterback. You suck as a human being, and it's why your entire family hates you, and it's probably why you hate your entire family. I so strongly dislike Aaron Rodgers. It is pathetic on my part. Hey, man, it is what it is. And like I said in the tweet yesterday, every damn January, we sit there, we see the – it's like going to a stone-cold uh, trance right now – we sit there, we see Aaron Rodgers right there blowing smoke out of his mouth with his little beanie on his hat. What? With his little overcoat on. What? And he's got that stupid look on his face every January because he didn't tricked off another season. And yesterday wasn't no different. Yesterday wasn't no different. And tricked there's nothing. It was win and you're in. That was a playoff game yesterday for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Couldn't win. At home. Couldn't barely get into the end zone. Yeah, you, you had the ball placed on the one for you uh, a couple of times in the red zone, and you couldn't score. And this is this is where, because sometimes I'll be sitting there like, man, you know, maybe I'll be tripping off Aaron Rodgers. Maybe maybe I'm seeing things. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe he's not, like, handling things the way I think he is. But, no, he is. And I don't know if anybody caught this. I don't know if anybody saw it, but this was reiterated. There was a play, I think it was in the third quarter, and it was a second down play. And Aaron Rodgers had done something, and the running back, I think it was Williams, because uh, it wasn't Adam Jones. I think it was uh, or Aaron Jones. It was, it was I, I want to say it was Williams, but he was wide open. Aaron Rodgers finds him. He would have had the first down and maybe a little bit more. Would have been a big-time play. Williams drops, the running back drops the ball. Like, it was just a bad drop. Like, he's wide open, nobody around him. He drops the ball. He drops it. Aaron Rodgers st- stands there, looks to the sky. And then he turns and he says something to him, like, hey, man, you got to make that play, <clears throat> all this other stuff. And he's on, his, he's on the guy. Look, man, he, he's on him. And in normal circumstances, he should be. That's a play you got to make. But Aaron Rodgers don't do anything when it's third and six, and he says, ah, here comes the blitz. Let me throw this into the sky. I don't care or do I know where the ball's going. Let me just throw it up because I don't want to face the pressure. And I throw it into double coverage and get picked and lose the lose the, uh, the game for my team and end the season for this franchise. Aaron Rodgers, don't, he don't want to look. Nobody can say nothing to Aaron Rodgers there. What the hell were you doing? What were you doing? Oh, there's a blitz coming. Oh, let me just throw it onto the sky. What the hell was that? What the hell was that? Don't nobody say nothing to Aaron Rodgers then. Can't nobody say nothing to Aaron Rodgers then. Matter of fact, he had the nerve to look at the sideline and start cursing to the sidelines after that play too. What the hell was that? All reiterates 
why Aaron Rodgers is not a likable person. He's not. And this, this failure could not have happened to a better person. It's like 40 years of sorry-ass human beings being under center for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, can I ask the, ask the question? We can combine the two, too. Those are I, two of the most overrated quarterbacks in history, by the way. We, we, could, we could combine In terms of two. big games, them dudes got two Super Bowls. Oh, Go they, ahead. They always choke. And how they many – How many? you talk about choking a Super How many interceptions has Brett Favre thrown to end a game? Uh, plenty. Plenty. By hey, the way, Brett Favre still not in jail. Still not in jail. But we can we can go with just Aaron, and then we could broaden it out. Aaron Rodgers, all things considered, one of the most disappointing careers of all time. Well, it depends on how you judge a career. If you're judging it off winning Super Bowls, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, that, that, and that's what I'm talking. about. Like he's got the numbers. Absolutely. He's got all that. I'm his not career to is that. his career is make believe. Like he's won one Super Bowl. But you talk about him like he's Tom Brady. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Joe Montana. No. Hell no. Hell, at this point, he's not even Patrick Mahomes. Hell no. He's, he's. At least Patrick Mahomes got to two Super Bowls. Aaron only got to one. He only got to the one? He only got to the one. I know he only won one. He only got to the one. Um, You look at, you, you look at. All the numbers and all the uh, the opportunities, the situation. The guy was number one uh, team, team numerous back times. Back-to-back 13-3 and three seasons. Numerous times. How many home playoff games has this guy lost? Matt LaFleur started his career 26-6. and six. Yeah. Yeah. How many home playoff games has this guy lost as the favorite? And he just choked. And, and then and then the, the – um, the 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 Rodgers backers and the Packer fans are always going. Oh, he he didn't have uh, the defense. No, all right, whatever. Like I said, you had good enough defense to go thirteen and three. You had a good enough defense for all this. When when it really got down to it in the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers couldn't cut it. Simple as that. This guy, off the top of my head, he lost a home playoff game to the Niners two times. He lost to the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. He lost to the Giants in the divisional round when they were 15-1. and one. He lost uh, – there's got to be some more in there because there's just numerous failures. Numerous. 17 of 27, 205 yards, one touchdown, one interception in a win-and-end scenario. Jared Goff on the other side of the field, 23-34, and 34, 224 uh, yards passing, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, absolutely nothing on the line other than a 9-8 and eight season, mm. and Jared Goff got it. The Detroit Lions got it. Dan Campbell got it. Big ups to them. Big ups to them. So here's the other question, because he did this little song and dance, and he was, you know, doing I get emotional about this. I'm about to cry. That boy balling. That boy did That it boy too. balling. Bro- breaking records. Broke uh, Barry Sanders' record for touchdowns well, in a season. I was about to say, what record? Yeah, touch- Really? Yeah, touchdowns in a season for the Good Lions. For him. So uh, I think the record was 17. I think he ended up with 18. He tied it and then yep. broke the record. Um, he had two yesterday. So, you know, big ups to him. A heck of a season for him. Um, but since he had this whole little orchestrated situation, and I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers again, and, you know, you wanted to walk off of Randall Cobb and all this other stuff, all, all orchestrated. Is that it with him as the Packers, with the Packers? Speaking of Trista earlier, she had a great tweet about that. 
I don't know if he's. Well, Antonio Harvey just tweeted a spectacular picture of you and Trista and Kyle. And I'm I'm not in it, but what? it's it's a great picture. He he just tweeted. Antonio, uh, Antonio had the observation of the night. By the way, we'll we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the Kings. <laughs> I'll answer your question here in just a second. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 